0: It's time for To The Top Talk with Jamie Arrington, a power hour of all things Southern Miss. For questions or comments, call 601-261-0898 or pound 981 for C Spire customer. Now we go live to the studio with
1: Jamie. What's going on? What's happening? How you guys doing? Welcome to To The Top Talk with Jamie Arrington. I am your host, Jamie Rington. Broadcasting from the Eagle Broadcasting Studios in Hattiesburg, Mississippi. This is your weekly break from all of the high resource five propaganda out there on the mainstream sports media to talk about the University of Southern Mississippi Golden Eagles. I'm sitting here with my man. He's the host of the Pine Belt Sports Drive. Lanny Mixon's in studios right now. What's happening, Lanny?
0: Jamie, it's great to be here with you, man. I appreciate you having me.
1: You ready for Valentine's there? I am, man. We'll be we'll be screaming toward Perry, the south end of Perry County
0: with reckless abandon here in about twenty minutes.
1: We just I gotta go take care of my business too. You know, I took uh actually I took last time I was in Chicago, I took the lovely Melissa on the gangster tour and we uh went to the spot of the Saint Valentine's Day Massacre. Really? Very romantic. It's now it's like a it's like a subway or something now. It's I wanted to lay down and get my picture taken, but it just felt awkward. So uh, we got some bad when, news. When has that really stopped you in the past? <laughs> it's a very good point. Very good point. Uh, before we get to my guest, we just had some bad news come across the wire. Uh, this is straight from the university website. The University of Southern Mississippi women's basketball coach Joy Lee McNellis announced Tuesday that she will be taking a leave of absence due to personal health reasons for an unspecified amount of time. Uh, late last week, uh, she was hospitalized because of some chest discomfort. Later found out that they found a small mass in the upper left lobe of uh, Coach McNellis's lung. So uh, assistant head coach Kylie Hill is going to be taking over in her absence. That's just, that's, it's good. They caught it when they did Lanny.
0: Well, it is Jamie, you know, we, we've all had, uh, we've all had, uh, different types of, uh, you know, different types of cancers, uh, touch our families. And, uh, the one, the one constant is, is, uh, the earlier they can catch something, the more treatable it is. And, uh, we're sending out our, our heartfelt, uh, thoughts and prayers to coach uh, McNellis and, and her family. And, uh, for, you know, many that don't know, uh, uh, Tim Lee, one of the partners here at the uh, at Eagle Broadcasting, is the first cousin of Coach Joy Lee McNellis, uh, hence the Lee part there. Uh, so we do send out a, a heartfelt uh, uh, prayers and thoughts to the entire family.
1: Absolutely. Thoughts, prayers, nothing but positive vibes to uh, Coach McNellis and her family. Well, we've got a very special guest today. Let's get right down to it. The man needs no introduction. You guys know him as Coach Barry. Let's give him a warm Golden Eagle welcome. Here he is coach scott barry this weekend opening weekend for southern miss baseball right now i'm talking to southern miss head coach scott barry how you doing today coach
0: jamie doing fine just trying to get everything ready for that opener on february 17th so trying to put in all the last little minute details that we need to need to do so but uh but a pleasure coming on speaking with you
1: tonight oh thank you it's it's the first time first time we've had you on so it's an honor and, and and glad we could could make it happen
0: well likewise likewise
1: the last time the golden eagles took the field at the Pete, uh they won the conference championship in one of the most exciting endings in southern miss history what kind of impact did that championship have on the program
0: well, I think it, it, it certainly put a, a taste in all the guys who returned what it's like to work hard for the course of a year and stay consistent and the importance of, of really, uh, of, you know, doing what it takes to, to get yourself an opportunity like we did there in that conference championship on that Sunday. Uh, I, you know, I got to believe that it creates that momentum that we've been trying to trying to create for ourselves for the past four years so you know i feel like that we have that momentum now coming off from that tournament as we as we start this new 2017 season
1: what's the mentality of the team going into the 2017 season
0: you know i think it's uh i think it's very confident in all honesty i mean i i'm what i can see among our players they seem to uh to really gel well together uh you know of course we haven't played a game yet so chemistry is yet to really take hold like we uh like we need it to just from the mere fact that when we start playing you know now not everybody plays every day and they have to be ready to play those roles but you know up to this point jamie guys have really gotten along well together i think that they've pushed one another they've They've held each other accountable, and and how we're going to do things, and how we play the game, and, and the toughness that you have to have day in day out to to play on this level. So, you know, I like I like the attitude going into uh, into this season, and I think it's been really set. The tone's been set by our upperclassmen and the, those returners that have got a taste of uh, that regional play and that conference championship last year.
1: All right, that is. Southern Miss head baseball coach Scott Barry we're going to be right back after the break with more of my interview with coach Barry come back right come right back to us with more to the top talk after the break a
0: yeah. zeki <sighs> played
1: guitar You're just like a daisy that can come from me at any time. Oh my goodness. This is awesome. I'm so crazy. A
0: special
1: special shout out to all the ladies out there. We got a little Quentin (laughs) Terrell going on. This is incredible. All right, let's keep the party going. Let's go right back. We're going to continue with my interview with Southern Miss Baseball head coach Scott Berry. You lost some really talented players, but like you said, you had a lot of guys coming back with a lot of experience and a lot of uh, leadership abilities. Uh, You know, guys like Kurt McCarty, Hayden Roberts, Taylor Braley. Talk to us about the the Golden Eagles that are coming back for this 2017 season.
0: Well, you know, on the position player side, we returned five guys who had 100-plus at-bats So that's, that's, you know, that's five that have a lot of experience on their side. And then if you count another one, Taylor Braley, he was just four at bat, four at bat short of a hundred. So he had 96 at bat. So really, you know, you had six guys that have a lot of experience coming back position player wise. And I really feel like that with, with those guys coming back and, and the guys that we brought in, uh, you know, we've got as much depth, Jamie, as we've ever had since I've been here now going into the 17th year. On the position player side, you know, pitching, we took a little bit of a hit there. Uh, we, we lost 315 innings worth of, uh, worth of work out of guys that are no longer in the program. And so we're, you know, those guys that have returned, certainly their workload will probably get extended a little bit. And, you know, we're talking about Kurt McCarty and Abe Roberts, Stevie Powers, uh, Nick Sandlin. Those are big names returning for us. But you know, we've got to get these newcomers inserted in there and their roles and, and, and really let them get to work and, uh, you know, hope that they, they pick up that, that slack that we're, we're lacking in that void from those guys from last year that are no longer with us.
1: Who are some of the newcomers that should, should make an impact right away?
0: You know, on the position player side, uh, I see a couple of guys And number one, our catcher, Cole Donaldson. He's a junior college transfer from Hutchison Junior College out in Kansas. Uh, very athletic catcher, uh, very, very strong arm, quick, uh, you know, handles the bat well, has some deceiving power at the plate, uh, which, you know, you, you look at his body and he's kind of rangy. I've told people before he's kind of like a Benito Santiago type kid, um, you know, just really quick and, and can and really, really makes a statement defensively to, to the opposition. But you know, I look for him to, to be an impact as a good time. Another. Kid named Matt Walner, who's a true freshman out of Minneapolis, Minnesota. He's going to be a guy that's going to be two way for us. He'll play in the outfield. He'll DH. He's a power hit and left handed hitter. Uh, but he also will, will see action on the mound. He's 90 plus off the mound, throws a really heavy ball, good slider. So he's a guy that's a little bit ahead of his age uh, as far as his presence and what he brings to, to the field in, in a game situation. On the mound, you know, I think you look at uh, another freshman, Cody Carroll, out of uh, the Florida area down around Orlando. He's been a very, very uh, uh, pleasant surprise on the mound as a starter. So, you know, you you look for him to to really contribute along with a lot of other guys. You know, you, you talk about Colt Smith; he's a junior college transfer. Calder Michaels a junior college transfer. So, and we've got several of those guys, and uh, and and a, and a nice mix of younger guys as well.
1: Well, this Friday night, February seventeenth, four p.m., opening night. That's correct. What can you tell us about this northeastern baseball team?
0: You know, they're coached by Tom Glavin's brother, Mike Glavin, uh, who had a little time in the big leagues. He spent most of his time there. Uh, at at Northeastern as an assistant coach but took over as the head coach. I think this will be his third year or fourth year as a head coach. Last year, you know, they had they put together a really uh, good season for them and uh you know, they'll be very disciplined, you know, like most northern clubs early in the year, they'll probably really be able to hit because uh because of weather related issues, they don't get usually get out on their field. Um and so, you know, a lot of times those teams they're uh they're kind of quarantined in inside of a of a gym or whatever kitten and they do a lot of hitting i mean i've lived that I've, i'm from the midwest and i know what the cold weather does to to people that play baseball so but they will be extremely excited even if it's probably 35 degrees when they get down here that it's warm to them so the opportunity to come south and open up get out on on green grass um you know certainly is uh is going to bring that about that energy that that Coach Clavin's wanting. But I can assure you, they'll be ready to go. It's like I tell people every day, uh, they're practicing to beat us just like we're practicing to beat them.
1: You know, Conference USA, usually one of the top baseball conferences in, in the country. What are your thoughts on Conference USA this season?
0: You know, parity has just continued to improve in our league. Uh, you know, we've had a lot of different uh, – programs that have joined us and some that have, you know, exited going another to another conference over the last two or three years. But I think from a baseball standpoint uh standpoint this is a very, very strong league. You know, there were only two leagues last year that had more teams that made the NCAA tournament than us. Uh and that was the SEC and the ACC. I mean, us and the Pac twelve both had four teams that made it. So you know that that says a lot about our league and and where we are with our baseball. So, you know, I think that we can all come out with the preseason polls, but you know, nobody really knows what everybody's got. You know, uh, I know that there's a lot of teams that have reloaded with a lot of new faces on their on their team. We've got some teams that are returning a lot of people. You know, maybe more on the offense than the defense. So. Until everybody starts competing, you know I think everybody just it, everybody's pretty much balanced
1: and in the same. You've got one of the best second basemen uh, in Major League Baseball right now, a Southern Miss alum that that's been uh, you know hanging out around the team, been out at the clubhouse, been taking BP. Uh, what has it been like having Brian Dozier back around during this offseason?
0: You know sometimes you just got to pinch yourself and say, God, man, this. This dude is an all-star now in, in in major leagues. He had 42 home runs this last year. But you know what? You don't even notice it when he's here around us because he's just like one of those guys. I mean, I I draw attention to it all the time. He's the guy that takes BP. He's the big leaguer. He's the all-star guy. And he's the guy that's in there picking up balls in the cages, just like the players. And, you know, there's not many that do that. But, you know, that's Brian. Brian is the most humble human being i think i've ever been around for that status that celebrity status that he now holds so it's awesome i mean he uh our guys i mean they just they're just like all they're all the same i mean it's pretty neat to watch nobody really looks at him as a big leaguer they just look at him as a a baseball player out there that's working to get better at at the game just like they are
1: you know there's a lot of games uh in your college baseball season and it seems like Every so often, teams may overlook other teams. Uh, they may go on a run. How do you keep the team motivated, and how difficult is it to su- survive success with a season that long?
0: Well, I'll be honest with you. Being a baseball coach is probably one of the toughest jobs there is in trying to motivate kids because it's hard to come in there and fit for 56 regular season games and give some kind of motivational speech. I mean, it really is. Uh, so what you have to do is, is you just have to emphasize at the very beginning that you have to understand that our job is to go out and play one game at a time. And every game that we're playing is the most important game on the schedule at that time. It's not the one that we just finished. It's not the one that's, uh, that's tomorrow or two weeks from now. It's that game that we're playing. And you have to really drive that mindset in those kids and yourself that you have to lock in and, you know, it doesn't come from some kind of uh, speech that somebody gives. It's just knowing and being accountable for what we have to do day in, day out to play at this level and, and play in division one baseball, because every game is important. You can't take a game off, you know, in 2015, you know, we look back and, and one series, I guess, is what kept us out of the NCAA tournament. I felt like other than that series, we played very, very good baseball for, for that whole year. And we were very disappointed to be left out and, and see our name as the one of the last five out when, you know, there was a couple of clubs that got in that we felt like we should have been in there before them. But, you know, that just goes back. It points back to that one series where we dropped two out of three there early in the year. Uh, that, you know, is probably the one that kept us out. So you just play every game like it's it's the only game on your schedule.
1: You know, Southern Miss has, you know, some of the best fan support in the country as far as baseball goes. You know, but there's still always room for improvement. What would you say to a casual fan or a casual Southern Miss fan to try to encourage them to buy season tickets?
0: That I just don't think that there's a better bargain for your money out there in in a sporting venue. Particularly in, in our town or in our community or in our in our area, South Mississippi. I think it's so fan friendly. You've got a venue where there's not a bad seat in the house. Uh, it's like tailgating at a football game, but you get to tailgate inside the fences. You know, you don't have to leave your tailgate area to go watch the game. You know, if you, if you're a roof spot holder, certainly you have the advantage. If you're not, then you need to get out there and socialize and meet with them because they love and welcome anybody that comes out there so you know it's a great opportunity for young executive business executives to network their jobs with other other executives uh, it's a great place to for businesses to entertain customers it's a great opportunity for a business owner to say to an employee maybe it's a, a single parent with three or four kids that might not be able to afford that and just to basically say hey go watch Southern Miss this game or this weekend here's some tickets so I think the return on it is outstanding, Jamie. I just don't think a lot of times that you can measure the impact that somebody may have from coming to a game, whether it's a little kid and in, 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 in motivating him to one day work hard to be a college baseball player because he fell in love with watching that, that game at Southern Miss or just becoming that Southern Miss fan and, and what our trademark is. So I think it's a, it's a great, great value for your money.
1: The conference championship is May 24th through the 28th at MGM Park in Biloxi. I'm really excited about it. I mean, you'd rather have it at the Pete over anywhere else, but in a close second would have to be MGM Park in Biloxi. What are your thoughts on playing this uh, tournament down in Biloxi?
0: Well, first of all, we gotta make it. We gotta make it.
1: Well, that's There's true. Eighteen
0: eight that, that make it. So, and that's been that's been the case every year. You know, I mean, that's that's no stranger. It uh, certainly the last three years hosting at Pete Taylor Park, uh, you know, was a little bit of added pressure to make sure that you're there. But, you know, there's there's pressure there too. Second of all, we're 0 2 at MGM. So I need to get down there and we need to figure out how to win at that park. And, you know, we do have two regular season games there this year where we place um, Nickel State one game and then Southeastern Louisiana another game. So, you know, that was the same way it was going into, uh, to, um, Pensacola, this past year, you know, our record going in it was like 0 3 and a tie. And then last year, we were able to go in there and sweep and, and get it back to 3 3 and 1. So, you know, we need to be able to do that too. It's a great venue. You know, it's a beautiful setting down there in beautiful Biloxi, Mississippi, with a lot of things to do. I'm excited about them hosting it for because I know they're going to do it right. I've been in several conversations with them, just giving ideas and them wanting to know exactly how to do it and do it right. So I know the enthusiasm on Biloxi's part of, of, of really showcasing and making this Conference USA a great tournament is, is, you know, top on their minds right now.
1: Well, Coach, thanks for joining us. Best of luck this season. Do you have any final words for the Southern Miss fans out there?
0: No, other than just I appreciate all the support. You know, we were twentieth in the country last year in total attendance. Right, we were number one in our conference in attendance. You know, we just need to continue to build on that. You know, this our record for season ticket sales was fourteen forty eight back in oh nine. Ironically, that's the year that we went to the College World Series in Omaha. So, my goal was to to sell fifteen hundred or more. I need help to do that by everybody in the community. Uh, and I think you know if it, if it means that we set a record selling season tickets, that's how we go to Omaha. Then we need to get fifteen hundred or more for sure. So, but you know our program, our players, our whole athletic department, you know relies on the energy that those fans bring to any athletic event, and especially with baseball. You know if we can recreate that same feeling that we had in that on that Sunday championship Sunday last year against Rice, man, it's going to be hard to get beat at home.
1: All right, that was Southern Miss head baseball coach Scott Barry. Great stuff, great, great, uh, great, to- great talk. Really enjoyed it. Uh, this weekend, opening baseball weekend, our opponent, the Northeastern Huskies out of Boston, Massachusetts. They're in the Colonial Athletic Association conference. Uh, this we got a three-game home stand with them starting Friday. That's February seventeenth at 4 p.m., then on Saturday at 1 p.m., and Sunday at 1 p.m. as well. And then next Tuesday, February 21st, the Golden Eagles are at Alabama at 6 p.m. Hearing a lot of good things about the Southern Miss baseball team, really excited about everything going on, and looking forward to getting out to the peak this weekend and, and hopefully checking out some of the, some of the games. Uh, softball opened this past week, a great weekend for the uh, Lady Eagles. They started off, Tuesday, uh, they started off Thursday, February the 9th, with a four to one loss to McNeese State. Turned around on Friday at the ULL Invitational in Louisiana Lafayette, uh, defeating Ball State eight to one. On Saturday, they defeated uh, they lost to Iowa State six to four. Then turned around and defeated Ball State three to two. And then Sunday, they closed it out with a sweep. Of number 11, Louisiana Lafayette, four to three in the first game, five to three in the second. The Lady Eagles are now four and two overall, zero and zero in Conference USA because they hadn't played anybody yet. This week, it's the black and gold invitational right here in Hattiesburg. Friday, February 17th, they'll be taking on Nichols State at 7 p.m. And then Saturday, that's uh, February the 18th, they will be taking on Jacksonville State at 3 p.m. Sunday, they get a doubleheader versus Nickel State at noon, and then Mississippi Valley State at 3 p.m. Something very special that's been in the works for a while. And finally, has been released. It, everything came to fruition. USM announced a deal with Eagle Broadcasting. That is the news station that you're, or the station you're listening to uh, right now. Whether it's uh, the Score fourteen hundred AM News Radio ninety eight point one, that's all under the Eagle Broadcasting umbrella. The uh, USM announced a deal with Eagle Broadcasting to showcase the school's women's athletic programs on their station, the Score fourteen hundred AM, the the flagship station. For To The Top Talk, great news. Women's basketball, uh, most of the women's softball season, the games that don't conflict with basketball, and they're also going to have an hour-long softball coaches show. That's great stuff. Also, in the fall, they'll have a fall game of the week, either a soccer or volleyball match, so lots of good stuff. I mean, if you love keeping up with Southern Miss, this is a very unique deal and uh, something that's, that's very special for our athletic program to have access to as well as, as this radio station. So very excited about all that. Uh, the softball team, you know, defeating the number 11 team in the country, not only defeating them in their own tournament, but sweeping them uh, was amazing. So hopefully that's just going to lead to bigger and better things for uh, Lady Eagles softball. Men's basketball this week. Uh, this past Thursday, February 9th. Uh, the Golden Eagles fell to UTSA 57-51. to Then on Saturday... They fell to uh, UTEP, eighty to fifty. Tim Floyd just—I bet he was loving that. <laughs> well, I guess I guess we were due, given what all we've done to him the past few years. I don't think he's won a game in Hattiesburg, and I don't know how long. I don't know if he's won a game in Hattiesburg. I don't know. It doesn't matter. It's Tim Floyd. All right, so the Golden Eagles uh, now sit at seven and eighteen on the year. Four and nine in Conference USA. The last two home games of the season will be coming up this weekend. On Thursday, February the 16th, they will be taking on FIU and on uh, at 6 p.m. Then on Saturday, uh, February 18th, they will be taking on FAU. I'm sorry. The Thursday game is at 7 p.m. The Saturday game is at 4 p.m. Final home game of the year. Let me double check that. That's it's February the eighteenth. That doesn't sound like we, it should be the final home game of the year. Maybe it is. Uh, you know, I, I took these notes. Yeah, it is. They're on the road. the The final uh, final couple of games of the season and it's Wright North Texas, and Louisiana Tech. So yeah, final home game of uh, this Doc Sadler's. What is it? Third season. Yeah, I, it's just all blends together for me. I'm sorry. It's just been. Basketball has just been miserable the past few years. Hopefully, the Golden Eagles can can pull out some wins, especially for these seniors here at home. Women's basketball this past Thursday, uh, February the 9th, the Golden Eagles, the Lady Eagles, defeated UTSA seventy four to seventy one. Then on Saturday, uh, the Lady Eagles defeated UTEP seventy three to forty eight. The Lady Eagles are now sixteen and nine on the season. That's 8 and 5 in Conference USA. This week, they're going to be on the road uh, Thursday, February 16th at FIU at 6 p.m. And Saturday, February 18th at FAU at 4 p.m. I know it's really easy to get those two confused, but <laughs> I guess they're just going to go go down to Miami, get a hotel room, and just hang out for the weekend. I don't think you have to go too terribly far between the two. So, Best of luck this week. And, and, you know, in case you missed it at the top of the show, uh, we got some some bad news to kind of start the show. So, Well, I say, you know, yeah, terrible news. Uh, coach McNellis, the head women's basketball coach at Southern Miss, is taking an indefinite leave of absence due to a personal health matter. She had some complications last week. She was hospitalized for chest discomfort, according to the press release. Tests revealed a small mass in the upper left lobe, upper left lobe, of McNellis' lung. She was – I'm not going to – I can't pronounce this. McNellis was diagnosed with adenocarcinoma that is contained. So that's good. They caught it early. I made it through uh, adenocarcinoma. I made it through it. (laughs) She's going to undergo further testing. She will not travel to Florida this week, and assistant head coach Kylie Hill will assume interim head coaching duties during her absence. So like we said earlier – Thoughts, prayers, positive vibes, positive energy to Coach McNellis and her family. I mean, she's she's a golden eagle. There's there's no other way to put it. She went to college with my aunt way back in the day, which would have been in the '80s. Which show, I guess that shows my age. I was I was around for some of that. I went in college, but I was around. But she's always been a sweetheart. Uh, wish her nothing but the best. That's how many coaches have we had that have had to go through some type of cancer here. Man, it's been a lot. Been way too many, more than, eh, more than you'd like. And I hate it for Coach McNellis, but hopefully she'll bounce back and uh, come back and coach us to some more wins and hopefully a conference championship. let well, Eagles should be in pretty good shape. That's a pretty good record in conference. I think I saw we were tied for fifth in the conference. So uh, hopefully they can can make some noise in the tournament. All right, guys, we're gonna take a break and come right back to you with more to the top. Talk. Welcome back to To the Top Talk with Jamie Arrington. Uh, a little disappointed in this choice of song. Uh, I was I was really happy with the last one, and hopefully that'll be a... Quentin Terrell will be a, a regular staple here in the To The Top Talk arsenal. All right, we're back. Um, apparently I had an issue with the uh, Scott Berry interview, but I'll have it up in its entirety on the podcast. Be sure you check out the podcast. It is on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud. I usually have the episode up later in the evening. So um go check that out. Go subscribe, uh, give us a rating, give us a like, leave us a review. Every little bit helps. Share with your friends. Spread the Golden Eagle gospel with all of your friends and let them know that uh let them know about to the top talk. I think they'll enjoy it. I hope you enjoy it. When I put this show together, I wanted to do something that I would want to listen to. And Hopefully, you enjoy it <laughs> as much as I enjoy doing it. I love talking talking Southern Miss. We'll talk Southern Miss anytime anybody will listen. All right. A little bit of football news this week. Uh, Southern It was came out of Oklahoma uh, late last night that Southern Miss wide receivers coach slash special teams coordinator John Wozniak is reportedly the new running back coach at Oklahoma State. Hate to see him go. I mean, the man was... He did a a tremendous job out recruiting. Um, You know, I've heard nothing but good things as far as as how he was on the field and and with the players. I, I certainly enjoyed all of my interactions with the guy, great guy, sweetheart of a wife. So we certainly wish him nothing but the best. And hopefully, maybe, maybe just maybe, he will get promoted to offensive coordinator at Oklahoma State one day. Huh? You see where I'm going with this? And then he can fall in, in the line. And then, what The past 30 years, we've only had one coach here that's won a f- football game that didn't coach at Oklahoma State, and that is Jay Hobson. Every other coach we've had that has actually won a football game and did not finish 0-12 was the offensive coordinator at Oklahoma State. Hopefully Coach Hop will be here for a while, but you always like to have that guy in waiting. And, and I know if you're like me, if you're a Southern Miss fan, you always keep an eye on... Who is that offensive coordinator at Oklahoma State? Because yeah, they've worked out pretty well for us. And you know, it, when when the time is is up for Hop, hopefully there'll be somebody just waiting in the wings, ready to go and ready to lead us to more conference championships and victories. But hopefully Coach Hop will be here for a while because I've got that fake Jay thing. It's really taken off, and I really want. Uh, I really I don't want to have to learn anybody else right now. I don't have a fake Doc. I don't have a fake Scott Barry. And I'm a fake John Gilbert, so hopefully I can come up with something. Hopefully we can just keep the fake Jay Hobson thing rolling. If you if you don't know what I'm talking about, go back, check the archives, listen to last week's episode. Great stuff. All right, so football. Coach, Coach Wozniak is uh, is taking the job at Oklahoma State. No word on who his replacement will be. There's been a couple of names thrown around. I'm not sure that any of them are just rumors or hearsay or, or anything like that. I'm not sure if they, any of them have any legs. But you certainly could look at some of the guys that that played receiver here that are currently coaching. You know, uh, a guy like Kelvin Bolden at Pearl River, um, uh, Francisco Llanos at Jones Junior College, Todd Pinkston is at Austin P. Now, any of those guys, I would I would be more than happy to have here on staff uh, at Southern Miss. But you know, we'll just have to wait and see what how it plays out. They could they could promote from within, move some guys around. I don't really know what how that's going to play out. So we'll have to wait and see on that. You guys having a good Valentine's? I've got everything lined up ready to go, ready to rock and roll tonight uh for the wife. So, I don't have, I got some surprises but not nothing huge. I one time I sent her our first Valentine's Day, I sent her flowers, I ordered them and she called me and they showed up, but they were in a box. Did you guys have that? You order. I ordered from Pro Flowers or something. They sent flowers in a box. (laughs) She had to. The UPS guy delivers the flowers, and you have to open the box and put them together. That's that's not the most romantic way to do flowers. If you're going to do flowers, go buy one of the local florists. What I should have done in the first place, but I had to work. I didn't have time to go get them and bring them over there. So, if you do get flowers, make sure that you do it the right way. We got some time. I've covered pretty much everything that's happened in the week. I really don't have much else to tell you guys about. So I guess I can just tell some stories from back in the day. Uh, as you may recall, I was the uh, the mascot at Southern Miss. And I don't know if I've, ever, I've talked about this since I've been over here on uh, the score and uh, News Radio 98.1. But my last year at Southern Miss, I taught UCA camp during the summers. Which is a a camp, it's a cheerleading camp, but they also have classes for mascots. One of my best friends was the mascot at Alabama. And we were roommates during the summer, and we sat up one night and we were like, man, we should do something big this year when we play. I mean, it's going to be the last time we'll take the field together, this, that, and the other. So we decided to have a WWE style wrestling match. Now, if you have not seen this, go on YouTube, look up Seymour versus Big Al. Or look up mascot fight, mascot fights. I mean, you 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 had to, you'd be hard pressed not to be able to come across it if you look for those things. Southern Miss versus Alabama. But we we met a couple hours before the game, and we staged out this fight that it lasted literally, I think, like five and a half minutes. I was by the time it was over, I was spent. I was done. But we're we get there, we block it out. So it gets started. You know, I hit him. I got the best of him on my side. He got the best of me in front of his. I hit him with the Stone Cold Stunner. Cry goes crazy. He takes me, throws me through the kicker's net. You know, we start fighting around the field. Like, if you watch the video, there's like ESPN cameraman walking by. You know, I throw him into a fence. He does the same to me. Um, Takes me over to his side. Jumps off the top rope with the elbow. I pick up a cheerleading megaphone, hit him over the head. The megaphone breaks. So we get done with it. crowd enjoyed it. And uh, Southern Miss could care less, you know, could could care less about what all happened, what some dumb mascot is on the field doing. But Alabama, that was another story. A lot of their fans wrote in these letters about how ashamed they were of Big Al to be fighting in, in front of the kids and stuff. And we actually did a couple of hundred dollars worth of damage. I mean, we broke the kicker's net. We broke the cheerleading megaphone. Uh, my friend had to go apologize to Coach Francione at the time. And, uh, I think Big Al was subsequently banned from interacting with other mascots. I'm not sure if they were, have been allowed to since then. I know they have a little bit, but I don't know that they're necessarily allowed to anymore, at least from what I've heard. So, Southern Miss, they're like, yeah, just do what, you, do what you do. We're Southern, you know. We'll you. We could care less, man. Y'all go have a good time. Don't get anybody injured. You know, don't we can't afford to spend any money. Alabama can. They can afford it. But uh it, it was a great time and and one of my favorite memories at Southern Miss. We kind of had like a little a little gang. I wouldn't call it a gang, but like there were three of us that kind of hung out. We we were the only ones that competed at nationals and we competed nationals and we're on the all uh, capital one, all America team. It was uh, Tennessee, Alabama, Southern miss. So it was kind of cool that our new ad John Gilbert uh, came from those places. So I called up the old guys and said, Hey, what do you know about this guy? And the ones that remembered him, they were, you know, spoke very highly of him. So excited to see what he can do at Southern miss. And, uh, go check out that video on youtube i've shared it too i've probably spammed too many times every time we've played alabama or something ridiculous has happened with alabama i'll share that video but go look it up i think you'll enjoy it all right we got another couple segments right here on to the top talk come right back to us All right, we are back with more to the top talk right here on the Score, fourteen hundred AM in Hattiesburg, and News Radio ninety eight point one. We had uh, head coach Scott Berry on earlier tonight. Looking forward to baseball season. I mean, the baseball. I mean, we got a lot of. I'm hearing a lot of good things about these new guys, and it's. It kind of seems like. You know, kind of seems like uh, it's gonna be a lot of fun to watch. I don't know that the pitching is gonna be as good as it has been, but the bats certainly should be. Um, all indications that I've, everything I've seen, I heard, you know, everyone I've talked to about baseball, everybody's been out to practices. I mean, you look at, let's just talk about some of the guys coming back. Some of the guys coming back, you got guys like Taylor Brayley is is healthy. You know, should be. Uh, I think he's gonna be pitching a little more this year, playing some infield. Dylan Bordeaux. I think he's getting bigger. I want to say I read an article on him today in the Hattiesburg American where he's, uh, you know, he certainly was a force last year. But if he can improve on that, wow. You know, you got guys coming back. Daniel Keating, uh, Kurt McCarty on the mound should be the ace, I would think. I don't know. But uh, they haven't really said who what the rotation is going to be. So We'll see what happens. As far as the newcomers go, Matt Wallner. Heard nothing but good things about him. He is the he was the Minnesota Player of the Year coming out last year. Got drafted by the Twins. Uh, I want to say he had some kind of a conversation with Brian Dozier uh, before he made his decision. I don't know that to be fact or not. I feel like I read it. You you can't most of what I say. You I don't know if you can take it seriously. But anyways, I've heard nothing but good things about him. Also, the catcher Cole Donaldson uh, out of um, Hutchinson Community College. Uh, I hear he's stepping right in and is going to, going to be, make a big impact in replacing Chucky Robinson. You got some of the guys from Jones, junior college, uh, Carl Michael, Calder, Michael, uh, came from originally from Pedal and then Mason Irby. Um, it's going to be really interesting to see how this team shapes out. And and they're definitely going to be a lot of fun to watch. You, You can catch them this weekend. Hopefully the the Pete will be packed out. Like Coach Barry said, I had a conversation with Coach Barry after the fact, and you know, season tickets. It, it's really the life blood of the program, and for, as far as bang for your buck goes, pound for pound, it's not going to get more, much more entertaining than what what you can see from the Golden Eagles at the Pete. Got a great schedule this year too. Uh, you know, looking at some of the games on the schedule, uh, Tulane coming here to Hattiesburg. That's all. It's a great. That's like. One of our biggest rivals, I know people count Ole Miss and State, but the games against Tulane when we were in conference together were always nasty. It was always a great time. Um, you got a road trip to New Orleans if you wanted to make it, a road trip to Louisiana Lafayette at first weekend in March. Just going down the line. You could take a road trip to Louisiana Tech. And then we play Mississippi State in Pearl. Um, you got a home series against Marshall. You got a home series a home game against South Alabama, midweek game. That's a game that we uh, we, we owe them. They got us twice last year. Scrolling down the list here, we got New Orleans at Pete Taylor Park, uh, FIU. We've got Ole Miss coming to Pete Taylor Park. That's on April the 11th. Take the road at Rice. Old Dominion at home. Uh, Florida Atlantic, who's, you know, I think they're favored to win the conference, if, I if I'm not mistaken. I'm not, I think we were number two. UAB, back-to-back uh, home weekends there. Uh, and then you got the conference championship down in Biloxi. What more could you ask for? It's really going to be an amazing year for Southern Miss baseball, hopefully. Hopefully we can get back to regionals, keep that strength going, and, hey, I'm all for winning another conference championship as well. So uh, more stories to tell you about. I'm going to be on something called the Quaz, which is an interview done by – do you guys remember Jeff Perlman? He was the guy that wrote the book about Brett Favre, the uh, all-inclusive biography. I don't know what he calls it. But uh, I did a thing for him. It's called the Quas, where he interviews different people from different walks of life, and you know some of the some of the stories that that uh, I, some of them had to do with Southern Miss. I actually talked about uh, during that interview, so that should be coming out in the next few weeks. Should be a lot of fun. But when I was Seymour, one of the last things that I got to do is I got to mascot at the Senior Bowl, and uh, Aubie from Auburn, great. Uh, we we had a. you know all of us were friends, all got along. So me and him get there a night early, and we get there, and they're like, oh, you guys are going to have to just get on this bus, and it'll take you everywhere you need to go. So me and him get on the bus, and it's the Houston Texans cheerleading squad. So we had to ride with them all weekend. They had never done a football game, never done any kind of appearance before, and uh, we were just – I mean, you think two guys that are just you know in college, and like me, have no game. Maybe I told the story before I'm telling it again <laughs> Had no game. And uh, we were riding around with these cheerleaders. It was amazing just seeing like how people treated them and uh, how they handled it. Like at the senior bowl, you know, some of the fans got a little aggressive and, you know, they get on the bus, they were crying and they didn't know how to quite deal with it. They hadn't been used to that kind of, uh, I guess, exposure or treatment. They haven't been that close to the fans yet, but uh, anyway, so we, we come back to the hotel and they're like, are you going to go out with us, Jamie? And I was like, uh, I had a prior engagement with another friend of mine from Mobile. So I went out to eat dinner with her. I came back. Half the girls went out. Half of them. Other half went to the pool, stayed up to about three or four in the morning. And uh, that was that. That shows you how much game I had. That shows you how much game I, I have now. I'm very, very lucky that I have my wife. Have you seen my wife? I'm not going to say the old recruiting joke because I think it's a bit hack. But uh, I really lucked out with that one. So anyways, good times at Southern Miss. Also, we got some great guests coming up in the next uh, next month or so. I've got some of the comedians that are going to be coming through. I've already got confirmed. i got one of them that I don't even have anything to do with, but he's coming to Hattiesburg, and I got him to agree to come on the show. We're trying to get John Gilbert, the new athletic director, as well. Hopefully, uh, hopefully he doesn't listen to the show before then and change his mind. <laughs> but it won't be long before he's full-time here in Hattiesburg. And, and hopefully ready to rock and roll and move this athletic program forward. All right, guys, we're going to take a quick break. Come right back to us. We're going to have more to the top talk right here on the score 1400 AM and news radio, 98.1 to the top. welcome back to, to the top talk with Jamie Arrington. let's shut it down special thanks to my guest this week Southern Miss baseball head coach Scott Barry you can uh, follow Southern Miss baseball on Twitter at Southern miss BsB. You can follow us on Twitter at to the top talk. You can follow me at Jamie underscore Arrington. Uh, you can follow if you want to keep up with my comedy shows at Hub City Comedy. Uh, also, the score 1400 and at News Radio 981. on Facebook to the top talk. Jamie Arrington comedy, Hub City Comedy, the score 1400 and WMXI. Upcoming comedy shows. I'm not actually on this show, but I still want to throw it out there. Good friend, Louis Katz. You may have seen him on Comedy Central, HBO, and Fallon. He's going to be at the Thirsty Hippo. A couple of local uh, comedians are going to be opening for him. That's Friday, February 25th, 2017, 8 p.m. Tickets are only $10. Going to be a great show. He's working on a new new hour. I've heard it's tremendous. Also, mid March, March 14th, not necessarily a show, but uh, there's a comedian that's been here several times. His name is Todd Berry. It's one of those guys that if you don't know who he is, if you look him up, you'll recognize him. Been in a lot of TV shows, had Comedy Central specials. He's got a Netflix special out now called The Crowd Work Special. Amazing comic. But he wrote a book about his travels, and it is called Thank You for Coming to Hattiesburg. What an honor for him to use Hattiesburg in the title. It just shows, uh, you know, it's a testament to the impact that – the comics, the people of Hattiesburg have had on the comedy community and making Hattiesburg a a, a, a must stop in, in the southeast and and really some of the best comedy rooms in the southeast as well. Next week, we're going to be talking basketball, uh, baseball, softball. I mean you're kind of in that in that period of time where you've got everything going at one time. We're getting ready for the conference tournaments in basketball, baseball season just started, softball season just started. You got guys that are prepping up for the NFL draft. Pro day's going to be coming up in I guess a month from Monday. So there's really going to be a lot going on these next couple of weeks. Really looking forward to seeing how it plays out. Come out come out to the P. Let's meet up this weekend. Let's have a good time. Let's get out there. I've already I've already had some invitations to join some of my good friends in the roof, so I think I'm going to take them up on that. It, at least for one of the games, if not multiple games, but let's do it. Let's support these Golden Eagles. Uh, let, let's make another run at a, at our a championship and another run at the regionals. Don't forget to check out the archives. You can look us up. If you search for just search for Southern Miss on iTunes, to the top talk is usually one of the first options that pops up. So Go on your podcast app on on iTunes. If you have an Android device, go on Google Play. Look up to the top, talk with Jamie Arrington. Subscribe, give us a rating. Listen to all the previous episodes. We've got some great episodes uh, in the catalog there. I mean, I I put interviews before I joined the station. I even put some of the old interviews I had with guys like Jalen Rashard, Todd Pinkston, Jeremy Bridges, Jarrett Hoffpower. I mean, there's a lot of really good... Southern Miss content out there for you to listen to especially if you're on the road a lot like I am hope you guys enjoyed it and as always Southern Miss to the top talk